Hey guys, welcome to Tech Intern, where we sit down with the real students that tell us about their experiences and how that intern affected their career, and hopefully yours too. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. My name is Jason Goodison. I'm a software engineer at Microsoft, and you're listening to Tech Intern. Uh, before I get started, I just wanted to let you guys know that I finally have an Instagram account set up for uh, Tech Intern. It's just Tech Intern, that's the handle. Uh, remember, Intern is with a U, not an E. That's going to be a place where you guys can reach out to me and ask any of your questions. Uh, maybe we can set up a coffee chat. I've been chatting with a lot of students lately. I've probably gone through like another 12 resumes. Um, follow that Instagram, send me a message or go to the website techintern.com, remember intern with you, and uh, I can't wait to hear from you guys. All right, so on to the topic of the show today, we're talking about the best grade I ever received in university. And no, you did not read that wrong, it's 18%. Now, before you guys start thinking that I failed my degree or something, let me, uh, let me give a little bit of context for this. So this was during one of my internships. I was actually taking an online course at the same time to get an extra credit. And the course was about thinking outside of the box. I was really excited for this course. Um, and as you'll hear later on in the story, I was kind of disappointed in its outcome. But before I jump into the details of that, let me uh, bring it back a little bit and describe the origins of the phrase thinking outside the box. So the term thinking outside the box originated from this nine dot puzzle. And so in this nine dot puzzle, you have a matrix of nine dots um, arranged in three, a three by three matrix. So you can imagine three rows by three columns uh, and, and each cell would have its own dot. So the objective of this game is to connect all of those dots by using four straight lines. And you can't pick the pen up off the page at any point. You can't retrace any line. So I actually do encourage you to pause right now. I'll give a few seconds and you can give this a try. Um, if you're feeling lazy, uh, I'll be back in five seconds to give you the solution. All right, we're back. So the solution is essentially imagine that all of those dots were inside of a box. And so this box runs around the entire perimeter of this matrix. Um, this is probably what your brain did when you started this puzzle. So your brain told you that any of the lines that you draw kind of have to be within that box. But that's not actually a parameter to the problem. You can actually extend the line well beyond the last row of dots. And what you'll find is it actually becomes fairly trivial once you remove that constraint. So I'm not going to describe exactly how it looks because it is a little difficult to explain. But if you Google it, you'll see exactly what I mean. So what I found really interesting when I gave this puzzle a shot was that there's no constraint and no requirement that um, you know forces you to stay within that box, but it's where your mind jumps to. So it kind of raises this idea that your brain generates assumptions um, of what a solution sh should look like sometimes. And so thinking outside the box oftentimes is questioning uh, the parameters that you get to a problem, questioning the inputs, questioning your assumptions. That's sometimes what thinking outside the box really entails. Now, moving on into my story, um, I found myself in this course, and one of the assignments to this course 
was to take a picture of you doing something that inspires you to think outside the box. Now, I talked with a lot of other students in the class because I had a lot of friends in the class, and it seemed to me like everybody was putting the same two answers. Those two answers being, um, I go for a walk or I do some cooking. And so those two things are things that everybody does, right? So if it was the case that that inspires you to think outside the box, then everybody in the world would just constantly be thinking outside the box. So I kind of felt like this question was a bit of a cop-out and the, the instructors were just giving us a bit of an easy question and purposely not trying to challenge our thinking and, and try to better us in any way. And it seems to me that the instructors were in a unique position to challenge and make people think about, um, about problems and how they generate solutions to them. And these are the people that are going to go on to lead companies and lead industries and make an impact. And it seems to me that they've generated this situation in which everybody conforms to the same two or three solutions. And nonconformity, I think, is another aspect of thinking outside the box. But everybody in this assignment is going to end up conforming to the same few solutions. Now, looking around, it seemed to me that people either thought that it was going to help them learn to think outside the box, or they just really didn't care enough to raise any concern. Uh, but to me, I wanted to challenge this idea or assumption that they were trying to teach us how to think outside the box. So after thinking about it a little bit, I decided that I couldn't just conform because that goes against what thinking outside the box is even about. So what I decided to do is um, write up something that I thought would make a little bit of a statement to the, to the instructors while being 100% polite, respectful, and most importantly, fitting every single requirement on the rubric. So I wrote up this description and it outlined all the points I brought up to you earlier. Um, and it was very polite, very respectful, and it got my point across. And like I said, one more time, it hit every single point on the rubric. Now, the picture that I used for what helps me think outside the box was a picture of an open box. Simply put, it's a little ridiculous, but I mean, I felt like answering the question literally was the only way for me to actually think outside the box in this instance. So this kind of brings me to the point of this episode. What was my grade? 18%. I got 18%, even though I followed the rubric point by point. And the stated reason was, uh, you know, this is not a form for you to complain about the course. And in all honesty, I understand that to some extent. Um, I really tried to make it sound like I wasn't just complaining and I was offering constructive criticism. But at the end of the day, that's what they thought it was. And I mean, all the, all the friends I had that took the course ended up using the same answers. And at the end of the course, they filled out the survey and they really just gave poor reviews there anyway. So I felt like at least I had exercised some type of thinking outside the box by, by challenging assumptions I had, by not conforming. This is why I say it was my best grade. It definitely wasn't my highest grade, but it was my best grade in the fact that it felt almost symbolic to me that I was exercising these concepts the course was supposed to be teaching. So in summary, um, what I want you guys to take away from this episode is that thinking outside the box is often about challenging assumptions and it's about nonconformity. And don't be afraid to be penalized for these things. Don't be afraid to stand out 
don't be afraid to think differently than other people. It might be looked down on by some places in university, but once you get into the real world and the workplace, uh, standing out and thinking differently than people and challenging assumptions, these are all things that are going to lead to a great career for you. So just to reiterate one last time, you can find me on Instagram, Tech Intern. Uh, you can find my personal LinkedIn, Jason Goodison, or you can reach out to me through the website, and that's techintern.com. Remember, intern is with a U. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I would love to hear your feedback. Take care. I'll see you next Monday.